Hey everybody, my name is Toby DeHay, and I am pastor of Concord Baptist Church in White Plains, Kentucky, and with me, as always, is my good friend Bill Egbert. He's the director of missions for the Little Bethel Baptist Association in Western Kentucky, and just for a minute, we have Clint Bram, is that right? Bram. Bram? Yeah. I'm sorry, I knew I'd get it, get it off. He's the associate pastor at Olive Branch Baptist Church in Hanson. The uh, 419 podcast is produced every week to encourage and equip fellow believers to be about Jesus' disciple-making bookends found in Matthew 419 and Matthew 2819. Our show notes can be found at www.tobydehay.com and on Facebook at 419 Podcast. Come back each week and do us a favor. If you're an Apple user, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes and leave us an excellent five-star review. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Toby DeHay, and you can follow Bill on Facebook at LBBA Home. What about you, Clint? How can they follow you? All right. Well, they can follow us a couple of different ways. There is uh, branchingoutforjesus.com, uh, which is our website, or you can find us on Facebook at Olive Branch Baptist, uh, Olive Branch Baptist Church, or you can find us on YouTube. Uh, you look for OBBC or Olive Branch Baptist Church, and if you get on there, subscribe to us. You can see we put up our... Uh, we put up our sermons, we put up special music and special events on there, too. All right, well, thank you. And as always, any links, books, or tools we discussed today are going to be in the show notes. So thank you for joining me today. Clint, we're going to be talking for just a little bit about um, our upcoming Eclipse Evangelism, and then after that, uh, Bill and I are going to talk about uh, just event evangelism and how we can how we can evangelize at large events. Clint, tell us about the upcoming uh, Eclipse evangelistic event. All right. So uh, as everyone probably knows, uh, we're going to have a few extra people in our county that coming up. They're, uh, <laughs> a few. Yeah, a few. Um, they're, they're right now, they keep up in the number, but anywhere for the, the few counties that are going to be involved in the solar eclipse, they're looking at uh, half a million people, around wow. 500,000 people. They've actually upped that a little bit recently coming into these few counties. Um, people come from all over the country. Uh, you, you have scientists, uh, you have people just coming to see it. You have cults, you have, um, people from everywhere. And so it's a unique opportunity. Um, there is a group in, uh, Western Kentucky that works out of Princeton called HR Ministries. Okay. And, uh, they have a farmer in that area and by the name of David Ginn, he's offered up his farm. And he, they are t- have taken that farm, and they've set it up as a campground, and they've got vendors, and they've got concerts Friday night and Saturday night, and they've invited people to come camp there at their campground. Uh, with this, we have an opportunity as an association. We're going to go out, and we're going to be in charge of water because it is going to be hot. Uh, I was just looking at the—before I came in, I was just looking at the forecast. It's supposed to be in the 80s, and even for that Monday, for instance, it's supposed to be 89 degrees, so it's going to be hot. You're going to have a lot of extra people in the county. You're not going to be able to get water. Uh, it, it's just not going to happen, most likely. You're not going to be able to buy it. So we've got a water booth we're going to have set up where we're handing out water to people. We're handing out uh, to, to these people, and they're coming to us because everybody needs water. Right. And so as they come to us, one of the things we're going to do is have a chance to share the gospel with them. We have a small track called the Good News for You track, which is uh, just a, a good way that kind of breaks down the gospel to them, and it's mm-hmm. a way our people can go over it with them. And so it's an opportunity where people that we would most likely never have a chance to share the gospel with, 
will literally be coming to us for us to share the gospel with them. Even better, right? Yeah, even better. <laughs> and so what we're doing, the campground is going to be open uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And so we've got that water booth. We're going to be open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday. We're going to go 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Sunday and 10 to around 3 or 4 o'clock on Monday because okay. the actual eclipse takes place at uh, 2 o'clock. So. Now, uh, if, if folks are interested and they want to come out to this, uh, do you have the address and all that memorized? Uh, <laughs> well, it'll <laughs> it'll be on the notes. Okay. Um, actually, and we'll put and and you can we have it. Make sure it's on those notes. Uh, we'll have the actual sign up website. But your best bet would be to actually call up to the association um, and talk to them here, or you can call our branch Baptist, call and ask for me, Clint Brame, and uh, we'll talk to you there about it, and we'll we can get you hooked up. Uh, we do definitely still need help. Right. Um, and this is the type of thing, honestly, we can never have too much help. And I think it's, I mean, I'll correct it in the show notes if I'm wrong, but I think it's 14405 Princeton Road, uh, Cerulean, Kentucky. Okay. Um, and the volunteers who are coming, they need to park at Pleasant Grove, Grove. Pleasant yes. Grove uh, Baptist Church. It is on uh, Princeton Road, northeast, no, 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 northwest. Of the of the actual site, I want to say it's about probably what a mile. Yeah, it's mile only about north. a mile or so. Yeah. So, and what they're going to do is they're going to shuttle the volunteers on down, so there can be more parking. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, awesome. I know our church is excited. We've got several signed up coming, and I know Olive Branch does as well. Uh, we've got most of our folks are ex- are excited to get out into the crowd uh, and to share those those red books. We have a smaller version of the one that we normally uh, go through. That uh, if you if you're familiar with our podcast and you've listened to the one where we've discussed with Dr. Brock, this is about half the size. It doesn't have the the scripture on the side, um, but we assume people can find a Bible or find one on their phone or something like that. Clint, is there anything else you'd like to talk about this uh, event? Just this is a this is a great opportunity, um, and I just want to encourage you because I know there are some churches out there that are doing their own things. They've got their own events going on, and if if you're a part of those churches or your church is doing that, um, great. Yep. Make sure you're a part of it. Right. Because again, this is a this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yep. Um, you know, it's the the this route that it's taking. It doesn't won't do this for about another hundred years, mm-hmm. and so. You know, we would love for you to come be a part, but if your church is doing it, just be a part. Take advantage of this. Right. Because lost people are literally coming from all over the country to our backyard. Right. And that's what we like about that event evangelism is the fact that the whatever event it is, the lost people, lost folks go to those events and then we can just go as well. A enjoy the time there. Uh, and B, we can share the gospel with those people while we are there. So, uh, Clint, thank you so much for coming by and taking some time to to talk with us. And we're going to go ahead and let you and Bill swap seats there. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Than uh, than me. So good good to see you again, my friend Toby. <laughs> well, let's talk about. We talked with Clint about our our clips evangelism, and he did a wonderful job, kind of giving us the rundown on that. Do you want to add anything to what he had just said? I listened in, and um, I think Clint covered it very well. Yeah, he did. Uh, Especially giving us a segue over to, that's our biggest biggest example right now of event evangelism going on in our area. That's right. It is, and and, um, we really need to take advantage of this. This is, I tell tell folks, if they're... 
if they struggle with evangelism, if they struggle with sharing their faith uh, in a one-on-one basis, this is one of the best ways to do it. Uh, a, you'll never see these people again. <laughs> if you want to go uh, evangelize and you're worried about, you know, it's hard to it's hard to share with your family. It's hard to share with your friends uh, at times. Uh, but these people you'll never see again. And I use them as opportunities to try something new. Uh, and I can say, okay, that didn't work. Let me let me try something else and go like that. And also, this is really good if you're scared, if you're not usually no, uh, normally doing things like this. It's good because you get lots of reps. I tell folks, if you want, if you're afraid, then you need reps. You need time and time and time and time again to practice to see that these folks, they're not going to yell at you. They're not going to bite your head off. Uh, Tom Rainer's research shows that most people are at least interested. Uh, most people. Sure, there are some that, that aren't interested. Sure, you'll find an agnostic here or there. Uh, and some people who have really challenged you. But most people are interested in spiritual things. And a place like this is wonderful to try that out. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's fantastic to, to use events like this. When we think of evangelism, period, we need to think of the best way to communicate the gospel in the culture that it's existing in. So, case in point, if you have a concert, even though it is a rock concert, for lack of a better word. It's just a descriptory term. I don't have anything against rock concerts. But a rock concert, for instance, when you know that folks who are there are going to be uh, enjoying the concert, then why can we not be filled with the Spirit enough to and be smart enough through God's Holy Spirit to find a way that we can use that bridge that speaks to their heart, even as if it is simple like handing out a bottle of water. Right. Something that the people are going to want anyway. They're going to be thirsty. Uh, and to be honest with you, they would probably pay a dollar for that bottle to come up and get that. Uh, but us giving that bottle to them says something. And what is the easy bridge for that? Grace. Is costly to Jesus. It wasn't cheap grace, but grace in its very definition means a, a gift that not only do you not deserve, but it's free. Somebody else has bought it for it. We know Jesus has bought it, but right. they don't. So you're giving them a gift, and also not only are you giving them a gift, which is free, but also what a great bridge to be able to go from a bottle of water to, hey, I represent the living water. Right. And a lot of churches, a lot of organizations will get uh, custom-wrapped bottles of water where the, where the um, logo is whatever they want. It could have an evangelistic message. Uh, we're going to give out. How many cases of water did we get for this? We have 5,000 bottles of water. 5,000. So that would have been quite expensive. We didn't do that. It just says whatever on the bottle. I don't know what kind of bottle we bought. I don't want to plug any particular company, I guess, but... Uh, we'll give them some cold water, and then we've got the good news for you books that, like Clint just had just talked about. And one thing I want to encourage you to do is if you do event evangelism and you're giving out multitudes of tracts or books or whatever, find something that is appealing to the eye, something that is is nice looking. I would not go on your um, Lexmark printer and, and print out your own gospel tract on a on a regular sheet of paper that when it gets sweat on it, uh, that, that 
ink from the inkjet is going to smear, it's going to smudge. They're hard to pass out because the paper's not slick. Uh, find something that's attractive, that catches the eye. Maybe something that matches or uh, goes along with the event that you're doing. Uh, there's plenty of gospel track companies out there who do a wonderful job with attractive um, tracks that, that match the event that you're doing. Um, we had talked about it before. Um, we had mentioned our, our, the three circles, if you're trained in three circles. You can use that uh, material to uh, sit and talk to somebody. I know they have an app. You can pull up your phone and, sh- and do the Three Circles app with somebody. The Good News for You book, you can turn to Chapter 6 or 7 and go through the bridge illustration or the wide road and the narrow road illustration. Uh, so, so those are wonderful tools. They're very inexpensive, Some, something that you can leave with somebody uh, that they might uh, take home and, uh, and look over. Uh, more when they get when they get more time. Do you have anything else on that before we talk some more? No, I think uh, this eclipse event is a fantastic example of an event evangelism, in which you're in which you're motivating people to come to the event who are believers, and basically being with people who are not believers and sharing their faith in a very non-defensive. Undef- um, it's not a defensive way. The, um, handing out a red book and handing out a bottle of water, um, who knows? Right. You've done something very non-evasive for you. It's not that scary, but it could make an, a point for eternity. Right. And one of the things that I'd like to talk about real quick is just some simple logistics. Um, I put together a packet for our church, and one of the headings on this little packet is uh, what to bring. And uh, when, whenever you go out to do an event evangelism, go ahead and bring a backpack. You can Absolutely. hold all kinds of stuff in a backpack. Uh, lots of tracks. Uh, I've got a sunscreen and hat. It's going to be important to do that. Sunglasses? Sunglasses. Well, you got to be careful with the sunglasses. Okay. I told our folks to... Um, Minimally wear them. You can take them off when you come to someone. When to you're talking encounter. with somebody, yes. right? Um, I, you not only want to smile, but you want to see the person's eyes. Uh, so do protect your eyes, but be smart when you're talking yeah. to somebody. Uh, have uh, be in the mindset to take your sunglasses off. Also, I uh, wouldn't be chewing gum. Uh, that's distracting, uh, and I've you, I've actually had to tell people about um, cigarettes and dip. I know some. <laughs> You know, don't be, don't have big water, mud in your mouth. Um, go ahead and pack a snack. Uh, some, some of our good shoes. Some good shoes. Uh, I always carry extra socks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you never know. We have some diabetic friends that need put to a take snack care of in it. your backpack. Yep, to take care of that. Uh, have a small, small first aid kit. You can go to the Walmart or the Target and get that one for ninety-seven cents in the travel section. And it might be a good idea. For instance, I am diabetic, and so what I do, I'm going to put. Uh, a couple of peanut butter sandwiches there in there my, go. my backpack because when an event like this, as busy we're, as we're going to be and the crowd that we're going to have, you really can't count on, okay, I'm going to go down to the vendor and I'm going to get, going to get me a hot dog. Right. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, go so go ahead and be prepared. Uh, have a little extra cash. Um, have a smile. It's going to be busy. There might be some discomfort. Uh, Brother Murphy might show up. And a smile is going to go a long way to take care of a lot of these issues. Have a pen, pencil, and a small pad to write on. Some of these folks that you stop, they'll say, you know what, I'm fine. Maybe I don't need that, but I sure would like for you to pray for me. 
uh, take that pad out, write on, write their name, uh, write what you'd like uh, they want you to pray for, uh, and pray for them right then. And then later on, you can pull that up. You'll have a nice, easy-to-go prayer list that you can pray with your team. Um, some things to think about are that you are going to go with a smile because you're sharing the gospel with lost people. So we don't want to spend our time chit-chatting with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We can do that at a different venue. Uh, so don't group up and go in groups of four and five. Uh, at most, go in groups of two and spend your time really uh, in, uh, on the lost people who are there. Uh, and the maybe one who's talking to a lost person, the other one can be in prayer. Uh, one of the things that I like to do is if I'm handing out a track or a red book or something like that, I say to them with a smile, how did you get one of these? Everybody's getting one. And while I'm doing that, I hand them the track or the red book. Because uh, when you ask somebody, did you get one of these? Chances are, no, they didn't. And, and since you're pushing it towards them, they're going to want to reach out and grab that. What we don't want to say is give them an opportunity to say no uh, like this. Would you like one of these? No, I don't want one. Uh, so you've given them an opportunity to say no did, instead of saying, did you get one of these? No, I didn't. And the instinct is to reach out and grab whatever it is they didn't get, uh, because if everybody's getting one, they, they want one. Um, you might be able to stop and ask them some exploratory questions. Do you have a church home? Can I share more about this uh, book with you? Uh, where are you guys from? Uh, something like that. That'd be a very good question in this instant. Yeah, like Clint said, they're going to be coming from all over the place. Uh, somebody said the other day that they had already counted 18 different uh, countries uh, who were coming in to the Hopkinsville area, and it's got to be more than that. Uh, so that's some a good question to ask. Remember that we're going to be handing out at this event water and books, but the more important thing is the books or the track. Uh, we definitely want a person to get the water. We want them to get taken care of, but we also, more importantly, want to hear, have them hear the gospel. Uh, familiarize yourself with those in the group. We went to New Orleans last year, and all of us wore the same hat. Uh, they were a goofy-looking trucker hat, <laughs> but, but uh, all of us could tell who was in the group. And this group, there's going to be shirts, right? Is that right, Bill? We have some T-shirts ordered now. Okay. I hope they get here. We were a little late on that game, but we have some armbands. Surely we can decide if if the shirts do not get here, we'll we'll find some caps or something that we can identify ourselves. We have some okay. armbands. We'll do something that we can identify. And that's real important, especially like us. We're having a somebody ride on a gator that's going to refill those who are out in the crowd crowd with water and red books, and and they're going to want to identify the people who is with your group, especially if you're in trouble and you need help. Um, stay hydrated yourself. Drink plenty of water and know where the restroom is and go and use it. Uh, when we're using the restroom, we know we've drinking. We're drinking a lot of water, so that's a that's is a good thing. You will encounter people who are rude. Uh, they're high. They're drunk. Uh, they're not smiling. They're loud. Agnostics. Uh, and what I encourage people to do is to just to smile at them, say, "Hey, have a nice day," but don't spend a lot of time with these people. They're going to take up your time, your precious time. When we have thousands of people to be able to talk to, there may be people where you go do event evangelism, especially if it's a high-profile event like Mardi Gras or maybe some of the places with this eclipse, with the I call them the turn and burn people. They'll have the signs that they'll say repent and burn. They are loud. Uh, they are rude. And don't spend your time arguing with them. Don't spend your time talking to them. They are going to try to get you to stop, uh, to take your time, to keep you from spreading the gospel. Uh, they want somebody to fight with. They want to cause a scene, because when they do have a scene, they get a crowd. 
and that's what they want. Uh, so don't really don't even look at them. Just keep going, and don't don't pay them any any attention. Uh, if you walk alone, be mindful of your surroundings. And I would encourage people like we have a table, a booth that Clint talked about. We're going to be giving out water and red books at the booth. I would encourage people not to congregate at places like this. Uh, when we were in New Orleans, we had Vaucheray Baptist Church that we would uh, go and use as a staging point. Uh, but we were encouraged not to use that as just a congregating point uh, to where if we were just afraid or if we were, um, I don't know what, uh, just not to spend all our time at the church or at the booth or something like that. Do you have anything you want to speak on that? Oh, I, I really do. <laughs> Be careful now. But that is another whole <laughs> topic uh, about congregating uh, and not being out among folks who need to hear the gospel. We'll spend some time on that on another uh, or many podcasts. But um, what my mind was thinking about, Toby, is you were going through some very sound logistical things and very sound advice for any event uh, evangelism that, that one might do. What are some of the the other event evangelistic opportunities that we have coming here for our association? Do you remember them? Well, coming here? No, uh, that we're going to be involved in. Oh, I can think about our next year's New Orleans trip. Yes. Uh, that Tyler Allen is, is leading. He, he went last year on that trip, and man, it'll be in the show notes, but I can't remember the dates for next year's Mardi Gras. Uh, Sometime in February, I believe. Yes, I can't remember. It's early. It moves every year with the calendar. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we'll be taking a group of, I'm hoping, five or six men. Uh, We're actually disinviting the ladies. It is is not a place for that. Uh, It's it's very hostile, and we're actually going to be choosy about the men who, who go with us as well. Uh, so we'll be doing that. It takes a good day to drive down there, uh, so you'll be responsible for, um, let's say, your food. Uh, we'll, we'll get the cost together for um, our lodging. We'll be staying at New Orleans Seminary. Well, I'm sure hoping to at least be able from Little Bethel to uh, put a tank of gas or, or more in yeah, whoever be, drives the van. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, refresh my memory. What else are we doing for event evangelism? Well... Uh, I know at next year's convention we have time, and it will, believe it or not, fall under your team yep. here at the association. Um, we are hoping to have a group go to the annual S- uh, Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, oh, the I, crossover. I believe they call it yeah. crossover, yeah. yes. Uh, for a few, one or two days earlier than the pastor's conference convenes, right. and they do event uh, evangelism. They usually try to pick some neighborhoods, and they try to do some sort of mass evangelism event. And they do with, door-to-door, they do door-to-door, all kind of, um, block parties. Uh, and... I know that there are several that would be excited about uh, being involved in that. Yeah. Now, it's going to be in Texas next year? Dallas. Dallas. Why do they always pick the hottest places to go? Oh, I don't <laughs> know. I'm not in on the planning. <laughs> I, would, so, I certainly wouldn't pick the hottest. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So we're we're looking forward to these events and just think outside the box. Think of your own community. I know the the community from um, where I'm from in Paris, Tennessee. They have the world's biggest fish fry, and what an awesome opportunity! Uh, if we have some friends who are listening to this podcast, to every every April, the last Friday of April, to go to the world's biggest fish fry, do some event evangelism. Maybe your town has. 
uh, I don't know, a county fair. You can do event evangelism at the county fair. Just think outside of the box. Whatever big is coming into your town, uh, it doesn't have, have to be a, I don't know, a large deal that the national, your your denomination or your, your large church is doing. Uh, you can come up with a lot of these on your own. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can go for an hour or two. You could spend $10 on a whole big bunch of gospel tracks, buy some, get some red books, uh, and go down for an hour or two. Many folks are putting it this way, Toby, when you break it down to the, to the local church. Find a way you can bless that community. Right, yes. Yes. Uh, see what the, maybe what the community needs uh, on an event like this and take care of that need. I know at this time of year, backpacks are just popular. Oh, yeah. And I keep thinking we're going to run the gamut on that, and eventually it's going to be a non-replenishing thing. But the need for backpacks don't ever stop right now. Right, and that'd be something where I know a lot of churches are doing for the, with the KBC right now. Uh, with that operation for the for the fall, and that's something that your church could collect all year long and then use as an in the event evangelism. And Todd Gray's putting something together for our state convention uh, going in before the um, uh, annual meeting of the Kentucky Baptist Convention, two day event in Louisville, uh, uh, sort of a crossover. Okay, yeah, I saw that, and uh, and just a lot of things. You don't have to, like you said, Toby. Just think outside the box. Right. Yeah, we would think a little bit outside the box evangelistically. Get out there and share the gospel with lost people. Uh, Bill, as we close, is there anything else you'd like to add? Wonderful time together, Toby. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> All right, it's ex- I'm excited to get back uh, back in the saddle. And uh, it's been a busy summer. I got one going off to college this week. Uh, we've had a vacation th- and some vacations and things like that. So uh, whenever things settle down, maybe we'll have... Uh, these more often. So, but until then, uh, if you're a regular listener, you can you can keep looking for them for maybe a couple a couple of these a month. So, Bill, it's it's good to get back with you again, and I will s- talk to you soon. Okay, Toby. All right.